We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, as expected, last-minute rumors are really starting to circulate as we get closer and closer to the opening round of the draft. And when you put all these rumors together, it's making some wonder if momentum is truly building in Baltimore. Oh, yeah, Sarah. We've got the latest DeAndre Hopkins gossip and a new report that says Ravens teammates believe that Lamar Jackson intends to sign a long-term deal in Baltimore. And finally... Lamar himself, of course, late night Tuesday night, just as we were about to start recording, dropped a few new clues days ahead of the draft. We got a packed show coming up. I'm Sarah Ellison alongside Bobby Trossett. It is Wednesday, April 26th, and this is your morning Ravens update from inside the vault. So, Sarah, we crunched some numbers on Tuesday, and I feel like we came up with the dream scenario for the Ravens on night one of the NFL draft. The details of our proposal, just ahead. Plus, with Aaron Rodgers being the latest quarterback to join the AFC, this conference is now absolutely stacked. We'll dig into the gauntlet that the Ravens will have to travel through this year. Yeah, we have all that more coming up. Thanks for waking up with the Morning Vault, where you get the most important Ravens news in about 15 minutes. Okay, Sarah, we knew it was going to happen because, let's be honest, it happens every year just days before the start of the draft. Last-minute rumors begin to swirl, and some turn out to be true. Others turn out to be smokescreens. There's a lot in between there as well, but let's begin with the biggest rumor of them all. Okay, yeah, so let's hope that this rumor turns out to be true. It comes from Jack Settleman, and if you're not familiar with Jack, he is a Baltimore-based hat business owner and the CEO and founder of Snapback Sports. He's friends with several Ravens players and is followed on social media by some of the guys, including Marlon Humphrey. Now, here's a tweet that Jack published Tuesday night. Quote, report. There is an expectation amongst Ravens players that Lamar Jackson intends to sign a long-term deal with Baltimore. The Ravens trade for Odell Beckham Jr. made Lamar happy. One player said, quote, Lamar is signing the long-term deal. It's just a matter of time, close quote. Yeah, and you know, we should also mention that Jack did reply to some follow-up questions that came in. And he indicated that it was an active player, a current Raven, who told him this. Now, given Jack's relationships with some of the Ravens players, 
I don't think this is much of a reach, uh, honestly, whatsoever. And you know, that said, it's obviously important to remember that this is just one teammate's opinion and expectation. So that should be underscored. Yeah, and there's nothing in here that says Lamar told this teammate directly what his plan is. In fact, most teammates, including Marlon Humphrey, are on record saying that Lamar doesn't talk to them about his business. He's obviously very private. We know that. And you know what, Bobby, this kind of reminds me of what John Harbaugh and Eric DaCosta have to say at the podium and what they have said numerous times. They always say they're optimistic when they're asked about Lamar Jackson signing a deal. And so honestly, you know, a player's optimism, his expectation, that's not a bad thing. But for me, it doesn't mean much until Lamar actually signs with ink on that dotted line. Hey, you know, not to add more juicy Lamar speculation into the equation here, but late last night, that's Tuesday night, Lamar posted a tweet with a almost like a devilish smiley face emoji gif with SpongeBob SquarePants where he was basically like reacting to something. And then again, big googly surprised, like almost rebellious type of of eyes and a smile and that evil grin. So if that wasn't enough, on top of that, our girl Josina Anderson, NFL insider, she responded with three emojis. Apparently, this is the way of communication at this point. <laughs> um, I feel like you should be DMing Josina and be like, hey, can you decipher these, please? But yeah, exactly. um, her three emojis were a telephone, a signed contract, and a trophy. So do <laughs> do of that what you will. <laughs> Well, what's crazy, Bobby, is Lamar has trolled in the past, but Josina doesn't really have that reputation. So I'm over here thinking a phone, signed contract, a trophy. I'm not trying to interpret that for everybody. This is just who knows what's going on. I do not know what's going on. But there are some who feel like something big is brewing. All right. Moving on. We'll move on to our next rumor. And uh, according to Pac-Man Jones... The DeAndre Hopkins trade speculation that we've been having for several weeks now, yeah, that's going to end Thursday night. Here's what he had to say on the Pat McAfee show. D-Hop has not been traded yet. Nope, he will be. He will be rumors. My sources says so. But real soon. Uh, real soon. What? Real soon. Strong possibility. Strong. Strong like possibility. Like, like draft? Yes, like this week. Like tomorrow? Like Thursday, okay. my source says, says, put it on the ticker. That's yeah. a big deal. And of course, this comes on the heels of Pac-Man saying last week that Baltimore was still in the running for D-Hop. Our source says, have said that there's a chance D-Hop still ends up in Baltimore, right? Yeah, that's what our source said. It's, it's a strong possibility. Oh, strong. Strong. Really? Yeah. Strong possibility. Strong possibility. Hold on, now that's breaking. That's an update. I'm sorry. Go ahead, AJ. That's breaking news. Strong Strong. possibility. Is this strong possibility mean that Lamar is probably going to be there, Pat? I can't speak on. I'm just my source says says it's a strong possibility. And hey, just so we're not giving any false hope here, Pac-Man also said that there are other teams. That are still in the running here, including the Buffalo Bills. Plus, you add that on to what Josina recently reported that essentially the Ravens weren't really pursuing D Hop at his current contract price, which we know his 2023 base salary is just south of 20 million. Now he did say he's willing to work with teams on that. So we're just gonna have to wait and see come Thursday night 
if all the speculation will come to an end like Pac-Man is essentially suggesting. Okay, so now on to the final rumor of the draft. And this one has more of an indirect impact on Baltimore. Uh, here's ESPN's Adam Schefter talking about how there could be a shakeup with the top 10 picks. And on the other side, I'll explain how that could impact Baltimore. There's a chance we might not see a quarterback go at two or even three. And there might not be a team that you mean up because the value in that what? isn't what we thought it would be. So Indianapolis <laughs> may be sitting there with its pick in the litter. Anthony so Richardson or Will Levis or CJ Stroud. That could happen. That's a possibility right now. Okay. So if what Schefter is saying here is actually true, there are numerous ways it could impact the Ravens. First off, if there isn't an early run at quarterback, that means there could be an early run at other positions, including corner or wide receiver. Uh, we wouldn't like that here in Baltimore because it would leave less options for Eric DaCosta at number 22. But also, if he's right that Indy just stays there and gets their the second best quarterback still on the board then that means that they'd be less likely to make a move for Lamar after the draft, uh, which many keep pointing to Indy as a team that could do, do so. And finally, let's say a quarterback like Anthony Richardson unexpectedly drops to number 22 because there's a later run on quarterbacks, as Shefty says. So, so far, I've been pretty confident that EDC would not make a big move and trade up to get a quarterback because of the message that that would send to Lamar. And as I've said, I believe the Ravens are all in this year. But if Richardson was suddenly sitting there and people talk about that he's still kind of raw and needs some time to develop, then that would at least give EDC, at the very least, something to think about. Unless, like we alluded to above, if Baltimore is confident that Lamar is ready to commit long term, then that won't matter. Good stuff as always, partner, and still to come here on The Vault. We're outlining our dream proposal for the Ravens come opening night of the 2023 NFL Draft. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, Bobby, you and I, we have crunched and run the numbers, and we feel like we've come up with an appealing proposal for the Ravens to consider ahead of Thursday night's NFL draft. A dream scenario, if you will. Oh, it's a dream indeed. You know, we've been grinding over this one, partner, but uh, I think we might be a little bit biased, but the more that we think about this, the more that I think about it, the more that I'm buying into its potential. All right, so before you outline the details, what would you say is the main purpose of this deal. Yeah, I honestly think it's pretty simple. You know, this year's wide receivers class, as we've talked about and 
one of our recent mailbag episodes, it's just not nearly as deep as past classes. And aside from Jackson Smith and Jigba and maybe even Zay Flowers as well, who, by the way, could both be off the board by the time the 22nd overall pick rolls around, I'm not sure it's worth the risk of using first-round draft capital on a prospect that they may not be over the moon about in the Ravens' front office. Yeah, I mean, we've covered it many times. It's no secret that the Ravens organization has missed more often than it's converted at the wide receiver position in the draft over the years. So one of the things that appeals to me the most about the proposal you're about to explain is that you're taking the guessing game out of the equation completely by adding a true, bona fide number one target. But Bobby, before I play spoiler, let's hear the proposal in full. All right, right off the top, this has to do with Arizona Cardinals wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins. Let's make no mistake about it. The Ravens are still in play here, as you heard from Pac-Man earlier on. Buffalo Bills are, are apparently still a, a potential candidate to land him as well. But in this specific proposal, he is the big dog. He is the headliner, and that's who the Ravens would get. They would also receive Arizona's 34th overall pick in 2023, which is their second rounder on top of the 168th overall pick, a 2023 fifth rounder. I was a little generous there. I know when we talked about it, we had kind of settled on a fourth rounder, but I said, ah, this is a big, this is somewhat of a big ask. So we're going to give Arizona a little bit of love there and go with a fifth rounder instead of a fourth rounder. So the Ravens would get D hop their true number one wide receiver that Lamar has never come close to playing with in terms of playmaking ability, overall size, versatility, you name it, the 34th overall pick and the 168th overall pick. The Cardinals, in exchange, would get the Ravens' 2023 first rounder, number 22 overall, Thursday night. And so I think when you, when you think about this from a strategizing standpoint, there's a few different bullet points that come to mind. This would allow the Ravens to, one, have their choice at who, whatever cornerback is still on the board at 34. Perhaps that's Emmanuel Forbes or Deontay Banks, if one of those two guys is available. And I'm, going, I'm basing this off of our guy Jason Smith's big board. If you haven't checked out that episode yet, we went and did a thorough, deep dive into a ton of different prospects specifically catering it to the Ravens' needs. It's episode number 247 in the archives. And uh, Jason from Huddle It Up Films does a great job. I know he's going to be doing plenty of draft coverage as well, so check him out. So that's that's one. That's a huge need, right? And and you wouldn't, need to, you wouldn't feel the need to take a wide receiver at 34 because your room would be solidified because you got D-Hop. So that's one. Two, Eric DaCosta would, would use void years to lower the 2023 cap number for D-Hop. And as you reminded me yesterday, uh, the Ravens, when they acquired Anquan Bolden in 2010, they ripped up his deal at the time with Arizona. They started with a clean new slate, and that certainly worked out for both parties for sure. We've, we've talked about it as well. They used void years for Odell uh, to get his 2023 cap hit number down south of $4 million at $3.9 to be exact. So while it's been characteristic, uncharacteristic, I should say, of this organization from a strategizing standpoint over the years, they have chosen to do things differently this time around. Why not again? And lastly, like I said, the wide receiver room is now set if this, if this takes place. So 
the rest of the draft, days two and three, can be about addressing other needs that aren't as pressing, right? I.e., defensive line depth, potentially guard competition to compete with Ben Cleveland this summer, and so on and so forth. So, again, this is just uh, our proposal. We don't have anything, uh, you know, specifically, I don't know, behind the scenes on this, but we figured it was an appealing one and we wanted to present it to you in this episode. So Sarah, with the Packers trading QB Aaron Rodgers to the New York Jets earlier this week, I mean, really? That makes an already stacked AFC stacked even higher. Uh, No joke. Check this out, Bobby. Here's a list of just some of the most proven QBs in the conference. We'll just do this in alphabetical order by last name. You got yourself Josh Allen, Joe Burrow in the same division, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, Trevor Lawrence, who really started to come on. Of course, the Super Bowl champion, Patrick Mahomes. As you mentioned, Aaron Rodgers is now in here, both the Super Bowl champion and NFL MVP. Deshaun Watson, also in the same division, and Russell Wilson. Bobby, three of those guys have been named league MVP, obviously in Lamar, Mahomes, and Rodgers. Six of them have been named an All-Pro. And here's the thing. Assuming Lamar stays in Baltimore, at least two of those quarterbacks that I just listed off will miss the playoffs in 2023. And Bobby, I haven't even mentioned some other playoff QBs like Tua Tonga-Vailoa, Ryan Tannehill, and Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, of course, they're not the studs like the other guys I just listed, but you can't write them off either. And before we fly, some other quick news items, beginning with this from San Francisco 49ers general manager John Lynch, who had this exchange with a reporter at his pre-draft press conference earlier this week. How thorough were you guys? Uh, did you look into Lamar Jackson, and is that a possibility at all? You, know, you, you look into everything, and we seem to be linked to each and everything. Um, I can tell you, I, th- I think it's a, how convicted we are on Brock, on this current group of guys that, you know why, you're not doing your job if you don't look into things. Um, a lot of those things, I think you're limited by the way our roster's set up, you know? And... Uh, the other thing is, you're, you know, what's your motivation? And while those those players, there's there's more than a, than just Lamar. There's tremendous players, um, MVP type players. Um, we really like our guys, and um, we like where we're at. We like our complete roster and how they fit um, for multiple reasons, and we're excited about that group. So I'll just leave it at that. In other news, ESPN analyst Robert Griffin III isn't all that pleased with some of the last-minute noise surrounding QB prospect C.J. Stroud. Am I losing my mind? Am I losing my senses? When did C.J. Stroud become a guy that was going to drop outside of the top two or three into the top ten? This guy was arguably going to be the number one pick in the draft just a couple weeks ago. So whoever's putting out all these rumors and all these stories, you got to take it with a grain of salt because it is 100% lying season when you get this close to the draft. But C.J. Stroud, when you talk about a quarterback, this guy on third down the last two years, 85 conversions, only seven sacks. That is elite level decision making. He is going to allow you to win games now and to win games later. So I don't. All I sit here and say is, how sway? How can we sit here and say that he is not the second best quarterback in the draft? You watch the tape like 
I do and you'll understand that he is. And finally, Ravens Wired revisited this special moment last year between the Hall of Famer and GOAT Ed Reed in 2022 first round selection, Kyle Hamilton. Kyle, Kyle Hamilton. Yes. This is your father. <laughs> How you doing? Good to see you again. What's up? What's up, bro? I'm good. I'm good. Just getting settled in. I already know, man. I know it's a lot going on, man. I won't take up a lot of your time, man. Just call it congratulate you, man. Welcome you as a brother to the to the organization and let you know, man, you know, like we talked in Cali, you know, anything you need, you know what I'm saying? I'm here for you, man, to help in any way I can, bro. Thank you. I appreciate that. I've, I've been a, uh, I've been a Raven for less than 24 hours. I've been asked about you about 50 times. So uh, it's, it's going to be one of those things. <laughs> Yeah, man, you know, that that stuff, you know, I'm glad you said that because I got my son right here. Trey, come say what's up to Kyle. What's up? What's up, bro? You know, and I talk to him about similar things, you know, because people can always compare him. You know what I'm saying? And I'm mm -hmm. like, like, I tell him, like, he got his own lane. Like, he's in a different generation, a different era. The game is a lot different, you know, in a in sense of safety and, and, and what you can do and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So... You know, man, you do your thing, man. Don't worry about the comparison, man. That stuff, that stuff is just there. You know what I'm saying? You know, you, 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 your own person, your own man. You know what I'm saying? You do your thing, bro. That's going to be that. Anyway, that's natural, bro. That's, that's what got you where you at, you know? Right, exactly. No, I appreciate that. And I'm going to definitely uh, be in touch. Thanks for, thanks for doing this. It's, uh, it's been a crazy day, but I'm, I'm excited to be a Raven for sure. No doubt, bro. No doubt. Let's get it, man. <laughs> yes, sir. Sounds good. All right, bro. You enjoy the rest of your day, man. You and the family, man. Enjoy that. We'll do. You too. Right on. All right. All right, Kyle. That was pretty dope. <laughs> Thanks for that surprise. Thank you for listening to The Morning Vault. We created our show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. So if you've been enjoying our content, please consider joining one of our membership platforms at patreon.com forward slash Ravens Vault podcast. Now, as you know, we've been betting on ourselves by creating content independently from any big broadcast station or corporation. And with your membership support, you'll help keep us churning out daily Ravens content for years to come. And a special shout out to one of our returning patrons this month, Patrick York. We appreciate you as always, Patrick, for believing in what we're building here in Baltimore. We'd also love to hear from everyone, whether you're a patron or not, with comments questions or if you'd ever be interested in advertising you can reach us by email via baltimore ravens vault at gmail.com and that is all the time we've got in this episode but like we've been talking about be sure to mark your calendars accordingly because we are closing in on opening night of the 2023 nfl draft and beginning on thursday april 27th at 8 p.m eastern sarah and i will be live streaming across all of our social platforms all night long to cover the draft from the Ravens' perspective. We hope to see you there. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League.
Listen wherever you get your podcasts.